You're listening to Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A. Welcome to Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A. How are you doing, my friend? I'm pretty good. How are you, Dr. Gray? I'm hanging in there. I'm excited to answer your question, hopefully get you some some good answers, get you on your way. What uh, awesome. What can I help you with today? Awesome. So I have a question for you. My question is, as a non-traditional, underrepresented minority in medicine, would yep. my application still demonstrate all of my experiences and tell my story? But would it try and highlight those undertones that I mentioned as well? And if so, how would I do that to the, and, and still look presentable to the admissions committee? Talk about what you mean by highlighting the undertones. So as an underrepresented minority in medicine, kind of dealing with those challenges or facing anything that would make me stand out from other applicants as far as being unique, because with the, um, I guess the URIM is the new uh, acronym that they've started to use as far as the AAMC goes for that designation. But just to make sure that, you know, I'm, I'm, highlighting everything that they need to see or, you know, that fits that designation. Yeah. I don't think at the end of the day, I I don't think there's anything in terms of your application where you need to stand out and go, Hey, look, I'm a, I'm a black male. Like, you should select me because I'm URM and, and trust me, like I, I'm very much in favor of, of, um, oh man, I can't even think of the word off the top of my head. Um, what do you, what do you call that? Those admissions where, where we look at, at stuff like that. Um, oh man, I'm killing me myself here. What do you call that? Uh, affirmative yeah. action. There we go. Oh, yeah. uh, <clears throat> I'm a, I'm a huge fan fan of affirmative action because I, I think if we leave it to our own devices, even when people have good intentions, we are just human, human nature is we flock to people who look like us, who talk like us. And, and we don't necessarily go out of our way to, to get more underrepresented people in medicine and college, wherever. So I think we need that kind of stuff. But in terms of your application, when you're writing your personal statement, when you're writing your extracurriculars, when you're filling out your secondary essays, even in an interview, I don't think you need to to throw it out there any more than just you being who you are. Now, obviously, there's a couple obvious places in an application that are going to show up, right? If you choose to answer race and ethnicity in terms of your AMCAS application, I think uh, obviously that's going to immediately make you stand out as as someone who is underrepresented in medicine. Uh, Outside of that, then we look at potentially kind of stereotyping here. If you are underrepresented in medicine, do you come from a disadvantaged background? If you do come from a disadvantaged background, do we fill out the disadvantaged essay on the AMCAS application? Things like that, where maybe because you are underrepresented, you have that opportunity. Obviously, there are plenty of, of white men and women out there who who aren't underrepresented or Asian or whatever, people who aren't underrepresented who also come from disadvantaged backgrounds. So that's not really a a URM uh, essay there, that disadvantaged essay, but potentially leading to some opportunity there. When it comes to your personal statement, your personal statement in, in my mind is why do you want to be a doctor? Now for you being underrepresented in medicine, maybe there's a component of I want to take care of people who look like me. Maybe that's a strong part of why you want to be 
a, a physician. And maybe it'll come out a little bit in your personal statement. But I don't think outside of how much it plays into you wanting to be a physician, I don't think it really needs to be thrown out any more than that. Um, and again, in your extracurricular activities, outside of of activities that maybe lead to more uh, cultural-based activities where I, I read it and go, well, I think that's a, a like a, a black fraternity or I think that's, that's something right. for more underrepresented students, like that kind of stuff potentially uh, being called out. But I, again, I don't think it's something where you, you really make it a point to put it out there. I don't think that adds to the application. I think it takes away from your story because you're focused on the agenda, which in general, right, black, white, Asian, whatever, I don't want anyone in an application forcing an agenda on the reader, on the reviewer, or on the interviewer in an interview. I want you telling your story focused around why you want to be a physician, focused around who you are as a person. And and obviously, coming from an underrepresented background, there, there potentially are a lot of cultural things that are driving you to this. And, and if that's the case, then great. Let's highlight those things in the context of why you want to be a physician. Absolutely. And I think you, you hit on a, a lot of the points that I wanted to discuss because, you know, there's this kind of climate that surrounds it as, you know, when you're applying and going through the applications process for medical school, you're doing everything from this remote location and you don't know who these people are that are reading your application. So you're trying to put forth, you know, this, this, you know, metaphorical image of yourself that seems, you know, you're going to be this person and I'm this and I have these qualities. And, you know, these are everything that I want to highlight. But how do I do that without, I guess, for lack of better expression, shooting myself in the foot and saying, you know, I am this and I am this, you know, it's yeah. kind of like a double edged sword. Yeah. And, and I don't think it is a double edged sword because I don't think that's the right way to approach an application. I gotcha. don't think uh, where a lot of students go with an application is they, they'll look at the double AMC kind of the, the, um, uh, the competency, the core competency list, they'll look at kind of in their own mind what a good physician is. A good physician is a strong leader, is a strong communicator, is compassionate, is whatever, right? A lot of students will focus their whole application around those things. And and I can see it coming from a mile away just because I've reviewed probably thousands of applications at this point going, I see what you're saying here and I know why you're saying it. You're setting me up because in three in three sentences, you're going to tell me that you have those qualities and that's why you should be a physician. Exactly. Right? And, and so, avoid the yes, just avoid that, right? <laughs> avoid going, I know that physicians are good yeah. communicators and look at how good I communicate. Right? That Setting up that, that whole double-edged sword just it, it completely gets rid of it because that's not your goal in the application. Your goal is to take your specific story, who you are, the experiences that you've had, and in a personal statement, focusing on the experiences that made you want to be a physician. In your activity list, focusing on the experiences of just who you are as a person and what you've filled your time with, and then focusing the descriptions on who you are and the impact that you had on those things or the impact that they had on you. Again, not focused on the agenda to go and, and almost every student does this who doesn't listen to, to right. what I have to say. 
they'll 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 focus on an activity and go and they'll say okay in this activity i want to show my communication skills and in the next activity ooh, i'm going to show my leadership skills and in the next activity i'm going to show my teamwork skills right and and you read this activity section and by the end of it i go okay i understand that you think leadership is important communication is important teamwork is important but who the heck are you Right. I want to know who you are and just the impact that you've made on this world. Not that you think you have all the qualities necessary to be a physician. That's the difference between an average application and a stellar application. A stellar application tells me who you are. It shows me who you are through the experiences that you've led. Not just, here's my agenda and why I think I'm ready to be a physician. And I'm actually glad that you pointed it out to me that way, because I felt like that was something that I had to do before was try to identify that I was uh, URIM or URM through the application. But it set me up for those exact cliches where I felt like afterwards I would have to explain how that ties together into the fact of being URM. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and trust me, like the, the way that you kind of set it up and, and how you were thinking about it, I could just imagine reading the application and, and you, let's say you being a scribe, right? Mm-hmm. And, and you're describing being a scribe. That's going, what I am. <laughs> <laughs> see, perfect. And you being a scribe going, well, as the only black man in the room, it's like, why? Like, yeah. that's not relevant. <laughs> like, right. cool. Like, it's awesome. <laughs> exactly. And so it just, it just, it's more of a distraction than anything else, I think. Um, it, it's kind of the same thing, obviously different from a URM perspective, but very similar to how a lot of students will potentially rewrite uh, a personal statement for osteopathic medical schools. And they'll, they'll just change everything, all of the words where they say, I want to be a physician to, I want to be an osteopathic physician. And this, this experience made me want to be an osteopathic physician, just throwing in random stuff, thinking, oh, this is how I make it better. Right. And so you kind of taking every opportunity potentially to say as a black man and as a minority, as of this, as of that, it's just more of a distraction than you just highlighting who you are. And, and we do have that opportunity. I, I think it'd be a completely different discussion if we didn't have the opportunity for you to specifically call out right at the very beginning, I am a black man, right? right. Um, if, if there was no race or ethnicity as a, in part of the application, then it'd be a completely different story. And how do we bring your culture? How do we bring that you are underrepresented into the application? But we have that ability to just flag it immediately. And now show me who you are. Absolutely. No need to kick a dead horse. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If, if that is the saying that you want to say, the, yes. <laughs> right. They keep pushing the, okay, I'm black. Okay. I'm black. And yeah. keep going with it. Yeah. Right. And, and then, and then it, it really, in my mind, that's, that's more of a distraction for me is, is are, are you wanting for me to know that you're a black man or are you trying to get across who you are and why you want to be a physician? Absolutely. Okay. Definitely. That makes a lot of sense. What else you got for me? All right. So um, the next question that I have for you is with writing your application, if you have a, you know, from, from what the application perceives as a lull in activity, what's the best way for you to go about, you know, describing your activity through that time, even though it may not have been medically related or it was less medically related than I hate to say what they would have wanted to see, but just tell your story. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It, it, give me a little bit more context around that. 
So in my case, um, after I'm, after I finished college, I went on and something that I always wanted to do was martial arts. And I knew that before I started medical school, that was something that I had to do. I had to try martial arts, see where I was in it and, and really just delve into that side of my personality to discover something that I hadn't had time to do. Okay. So with that, you know, it, it made me have a lot of personal growth. It taught me a lot of um, perseverance, you know, mm-hmm. physical agility and, you know, everything that you gain from doing it, a lot of camaraderie with my other, you know, sports members and got to see a bunch of cool stuff, but it wasn't related to my development as a future physician. Yep. So God forbid that you actually have interests outside of medicine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not an issue. I, I think that makes you more intriguing as a person. There's, there's a huge difference. And there are some students out there who make the mistake of not putting any non-clinical, non-medicine related stuff on their application. And so when I look at that application, I go, well, who the heck are you and what have you been doing with your time? It's all medical related and there's big gaps here and there where maybe the person worked as a server or worked as a retail, uh, as in retail at a, at a mall or something. And, and that potentially leads to some intangibles of me going, okay, I know as a server, obviously you need to be good at communication. You need to be good with time management. You need to be good with kind of crisis management when the food is wrong and the yeah. customer's yelling at you, right? A, a lot of the those kind of intangibles come from those non-medical experiences. And so I I think just as, as the pre-med world in general, there's this fear of if it's not medically related, it's going to hurt my application. And I think it's completely the opposite uh, that these experiences, again, just tell the story of who you are and potentially lead to these other skills and, and other intangibles that you're going to bring to the class. Now, maybe it's not a, a right hook that, that you're not bringing to the class, hopefully. Yeah, um, hopefully not a heel hook. <laughs> yes, yes. No, no breaking shins in our, in our uh, class, please. Um, but I, I think the average person reviewing an application will be able to take away and go, okay, I see you're involved in martial arts, right? Obviously it's a lot of discipline. It's a lot of just a lot of, again, intangibles and I won't go down the list, right. but you don't need, and, and again, going back to that whole double-edged sword thing, you don't need to go, well, martial arts taught me discipline and I know that physicians need to be disciplined, right? I know that martial, uh, martial arts taught me work ethic and, and all this stuff. And I know that as a physician, and I'm going to be busy and just like my training routines where I got up at four o'clock in the morning to go run three miles before my sparring, like you, you don't need to, yeah. to go there in your application. Just tell a story of, of why martial arts was so impactful for you as a human being and not as a future physician. Okay, perfect. I like that. Let's see. I have one more for you. Yeah, let's go. Um, so this is one that, you know, after watching a couple episodes, this is something that I don't think I've seen anybody ask so far. So I wanted to see, you know, could you give a physician's perspective on when you see pre-meds that express a strong interest in a particular field very early or before medical school starts? Yeah. 
Um, it's, it's weird because I'm a little biased because I had a strong interest going into undergrad. I knew I wanted to be an orthopedic surgeon. Right. I, I got to medical school. I want to be an orthopedic surgeon. I applied for orthopedic surgery residencies. Obviously, I didn't end up there because of my military commitment and, and what they needed and where I was, I was needed uh, in terms of being an active duty military member. Um, and I'm kind of kind of thankful for that at this point because I wouldn't be doing this show with you today if I right. if I got into <laughs> my my ortho residency. Um, and and so I understand from a, a kind of a, a student perspective that allure of that one specialty. But I also I also understand that a lot of that potentially comes from who an early mentor was, what that early exposure was. And there's a lot of there's a lot more exposure that you're going to get throughout the process that sure, like go, go into your specialty uh, or go into medical school with a specialty in mind and try to get some experiences around that. Try to get some research around that, but truly, truly, it sounds super cliche, but truly keep an open mind as you're going through this process. For me, it was OBGYN. There was something about OBGYN that that rotation in medical school where the patient population really resonated with me. The material really resonated with me. It, there was just something about it that clicked and I loved my OB rotation. And I was super, super close to, to kind of going, yeah, ortho is uh, taking a back seat and I'm going to be an OBGYN. Uh, so I think as long as you uh, are true to yourself and, and we don't fall for something that's called the, um, uh, the fallacy of sunk costs where you go, well, I've already put in three years into going down this path to be an, uh, an orthopedic surgeon in my case. Therefore, I'm not even going to, to, to really look at anything else because I've already gone so far down this path. I want you to keep an open mind and go, I, I kind of have this one thing in mind and I'm going to explore and I'm going to do this thing, but I'm really going to be open and, and curious about all these other experiences that I'm going to have in medical school to see if there's anything else out there that piques my interest. Absolutely. And that's some of the advice that I got from my earlier mentors. And it's a weird position that I find myself in because I haven't selected anything. And, you know, up until now, I found myself so intrigued with anesthesiology and mm-hmm. watching YouTube videos and learning about rocuronium and all these other, you know, <laughs> paralytic agents. Yeah. And it's like, wait, what the heck? And now going into medical school, it's like, okay, I'm looking at anesthesiology like, okay, this is where I feel I could be but I don't want to shy away from plastics and, you know, the reconstructive aspect, like you did the, the episode not too long ago. I, I watched that and it was with Dr. Ricky Brown heard of. Yes. Dr. Ricky Brown. <laughs> he's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, uh, again, I think from a pre-med perspective, a lot of times our early exposure, our early interests, where we kind of resonate, what we resonate with you, you, kind of latch onto that first but as long as you realize that there's there are a million other variations of medicine out there and how to practice medicine and specialties and all this stuff which is why i do the specialty stories podcast and why e-shadowing i i, I really enjoy getting those stories out on e-shadowing as well 
um, because there's there are things out there that students haven't been exposed to um, that right bring it back to the URM conversation I I often hear from from minorities who want to go into medicine especially later in life Uh, I'm a Muslim woman I never saw a Muslim physician. I never saw a, a woman wearing a hijab uh, who was practicing in medicine. I, I'm a black male. I never saw a black male physician. No, no other black men have taken care of me as physicians. Right? It's, this, it's a very similar story of if you haven't seen it, then you really can't picture it for yourself. It's the same thing with specialties. If you haven't had any exposure to that specialty, you really can't picture yourself in it. And so you kind of pigeonhole yourself into this anesthesia world because that's the only exposure that you've given yourself. When in actuality, if you just take a few steps back, there, there's a whole smorgasbord of, of specialties out there. You just need to take the time to go explore. Absolutely. Perfect. I like that. Is that all you got? That's, I think that's all I got for you. Oh, cool. Thanks for coming on, asking your questions, and I, I wish you the best of luck moving forward. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me. Good to see you again. Thank you so much for joining me here on Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A. Did you know that we record these live on Facebook at 3 p.m. Eastern on most weekdays? Search for Medical School HQ on Facebook and like the page to be notified. If you're a non-traditional student, check out Old Pre-Meds Podcast at opmpodcast.com. 